Hey friends, and welcome to episode 214 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, time management coach and author of Time Management Essentials. And in today's episode, we're talking about something that I'm sure we all know all too well, a terrible, awful, no good, overwhelming day. You know those days, right? When your to-do list is longer than a CVS receipt, your inbox is bursting at the seams, and let's not even start on the home front. Kids' soccer practice, grocery shopping, and that pile of laundry over in the corner of your room, that's starting to resemble Mount Everest. As I'm recording this episode, it's a few days after Mardi Gras, and down in Louisiana, that means that everything kind of shuts down for a few days so we can enjoy parades and have a really good time. That also means that for about a week, my kitchen was a disaster zone of plastic beads, stuffed animals, confetti, noisemakers, glitter, and who even knows what else. Complete and total post-Mardi Gras chaos. So last night, while my daughters were spending the night at their grandparents' house, my husband Scott and I turned that chaos into a clean kitchen, one plastic bead at a time. Now, you might not be recovering from Mardi Gras, but hey, we're all in this together. And today's episode is all about turning that overwhelmed chaos of a crazy day into something manageable, something that we can tackle with a smile, or at least without pulling our hair out. We're going to explore some super practical ways to organize your day when it feels like everything is happening all at once. So in this episode, I'm sharing the most important question to ask yourself when you're feeling overwhelmed. You'll hear about the key difference between a brain dump and a mind sweep. I'm going to share a simple way that you can prioritize when everything feels important. And finally, I'll introduce you to the overwhelm management map as the tool that you need to organize a truly overwhelming day. So be sure to stick around and listen to the whole episode because I can promise you that by the end of this episode, you'll have a brand new shiny game plan for those days when everything feels like it's happening all at once. And speaking of overwhelm, I know you've got a lot on your plate and you might be listening to this episode while you're running errands or you're folding laundry or you're getting dressed and you're not exactly able to jot down notes when you hear something that you wanna remember. But don't you worry, I've taken notes so you don't have to. You can find all of the productivity tools and resources mentioned in this episode over in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 214. And with that, it's about time we get started. So let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. First off, let's talk about what this feeling of overwhelm really is. It kind of reminds me of family reunions when I was growing up. 
Okay, stay with me here. So we would all hop in the car and take a road trip into this tiny little town in the heart of North Louisiana. And our family reunions were always at this little church right beside the church cemetery where my great-grandparents and their parents and their parents were buried. Family reunions were always a lot of fun because I'd get to see my cousins who lived in far-off places that I didn't get to see often. But the best part was the potluck dinner. We're talking the most Southern spread of homemade casseroles, fried chicken, mashed potatoes and gravy, you name it, and the desserts. Oh my gosh, the pies. Every kind of homemade pie, pudding, and cake that you could imagine. All made with love by family. Overwhelm can feel kind of like standing in front of a potluck buffet spread, specifically the dessert table. And everything looks delicious. But your little white paper plate with the dividers in it is only so big. You can take a little bit of everything. The key lime and the chocolate pie and the strawberry cake. But you just can't fit it all. At least not comfortably. And even if you did, it would just result in a big stomach ache. And nobody wants that. I mean, that's our lives, right? We're juggling jobs, family, personal time. And we're trying not to drop any of those spinning plates. We want our cake and the pie, and we want to eat it too. It's just a part of being human to want to experience everything that life has to offer while also doing the things that you have to do as a responsible adult. So sure, you can load your plate to the brim, but the next thing you know, that white paper plate starts to collapse, and then you've got gravy all over your shirt. Trying to take on too much stuff can result in chaos, disaster, and overwhelm. So what do you do when you've said yes to too many things? How do we even begin to organize an overwhelming day? When it comes down to it, the art of organizing an overwhelming day comes down to one thing, prioritization. That's your secret weapon. And I'm not talking about just making your run-of-the-mill to-do list. When you're dealing with next-level overwhelm, you've got to try your hand at some next-level strategies to get to the other side. Just a random list isn't going to cut it here. So let me introduce to you a simple three-step approach to prioritizing when your day feels totally overwhelming. First, we've got to get a handle on what exactly is making the day feel overwhelming. It's easy to say, I'm overwhelmed, without stopping to consider what exactly is causing it. Are you feeling overwhelmed because you have 37 things on your to-do list and you're not sure how you're going to get all of them done? Are you feeling overwhelmed because you've got a sick kid at home, a big deadline looming, and now you're not feeling so great either? Or is your overwhelmed because you've got a huge project to tackle and there are so many parts and pieces and things to consider that you're not even sure where to begin. The reasons for feeling overwhelmed can be just as overwhelming as overwhelm itself. But if you're able to stop for a second and get to the root of what's going on, what's causing your feelings, it can help you move forward more productively, more intentionally. If you've got a full to-do list, we prioritize. If you've got a lot of heavy emotional stuff going on, we prioritize. And we also make sure that we're prioritizing physical and mental well-being along the way. 
And if you've got a big project, you guessed it, we prioritize. I often find that overwhelm is a result of having a lot of different moving projects or things, activities that are in motion, things that we're working on, things that we've started but haven't finished yet. But we don't exactly know what the next step is for each of these things or even have a full inventory of everything we're working on. So to get a handle on what's causing the overwhelm, start with a mental download. Now, some people call this a brain dump, but I like to call it a mind sweep. And I've got a whole episode all about doing a mind sweep that I'll be sure to link in the show notes. But mind sweep is basically a more orderly way of doing a brain dump. You know, when I hear brain dump, I imagine someone taking like the kitchen junk drawer that's just full of all kinds of different junk. You got rubber bands, you've got binder clips, you've got a random screwdriver, you've got the instruction manual to your five-year-old's new bike, just like all the random things. So when I hear brain dump, I imagine someone taking that junk drawer and dumping it out onto the kitchen floor and stuff just flies everywhere. A mind sweep, on the other hand, is more like taking things out of the junk drawer and then categorizing them by type on the kitchen counter. I mean, that's much neater, right? So once you've done a download of everything that's swirling around in your head and you've gotten it onto paper, now let's start prioritizing. My favorite way to reframe priorities is by thinking about the things in your day as boulders, big rocks, and pebbles. One of the biggest challenges with an overwhelming day is that it's usually really hard to figure out what to do first or next because everything feels important and it all feels like a priority. And in a way it is, but when everything feels like a priority, how do you choose? So instead of choosing, we'll just kind of skip hop around and put out whatever fire feels the most urgent or we'll do whatever we feel like doing in the moment. And sure, that can work for a little while, but it doesn't help us truly deal with the overwhelm. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDKornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, and all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. 
And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you want to know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. So instead of thinking of everything as a priority, everything as important, we're going to label each thing on our overflowing to-do list as a boulder, a big rock, or a pebble. I talk a lot about boulders, big rocks, and pebbles in my book, Time Management Essentials, and I'll be sure to link it in the show notes so you can grab a copy if you haven't yet so you can take a deeper dive. But the gist is this. Boulders are the things in our lives that are important, but they're not urgent. And they help us show up as our best selves in the different roles and responsibilities in our lives. Taking a moment, just a few minutes to plan your day before diving in, that's a boulder. Stopping to eat lunch, that's a boulder. Doing proactive lead generation before your pipeline dries up, another boulder. But boulders aren't just work stuff, they're personal too. Working out and moving your body, that's a boulder because taking care of yourself helps you show up as your best self. Date night with your person or a coffee date with a friend. Again, not urgent, but those are activities that help you nurture those relationships and help us show up as our best selves. So then after boulders, we've got big rocks. Now, typically, when we think about priorities, we tend to picture big rocks. These are the important and urgent things that we've got going on in our lives. And the most important thing for you to know about big rocks is that they're typically project-based and time-sensitive. But here's the kicker. Big rocks move the needle in your life and work. Big rocks get you closer to achieving your goals or making your big vision a reality whether that's a professional vision, a vision for your family, or your personal life. Your big rocks are gonna look like the deadline-based work that you're doing for a client, the presentation that you're preparing for a big meeting later this week, the proposal that you're putting together, or even the birthday party you're planning for one of your kids. I'm currently planning a Super Kitties-themed party for my soon-to-be three-year-old, so that's one of my big rocks right now. And then finally, we've got Pebbles. Pebbles represent pretty much everything else on your to-do list that isn't be your best self related and doesn't move the needle closer to your vision or your goals. It's the little tasks and to-dos like filling out a reimbursement form or making a vet appointment for your dog. (laughs) It's the stuff that we've got to do, but it's just not quite as impactful as everything else. Now, what's crazy is that Pebbles can completely take over our lives and our to-do lists, and of course, our time, if we don't watch out. Our brains love pebbles because our brains crave novelty. Isn't that annoying? Like, even though we need to focus and get stuff done, our brains would rather not. So it's like a constant battle with ourselves to stay laser focused on just one thing long enough to make any kind of progress or see real results. 
So one way to organize your day when you're feeling super overwhelmed is to get all of your to-dos out of your head and onto paper, and then identify the boulders, the big rocks, and the pebbles. You can write a big B next to boulders, a BR next to big rocks, and put a little P next to your pebbles. So next, we're gonna take our list of boulders, big rocks, and pebbles, and we're gonna run it through another filter. Let me tell you about the overwhelm management map. Now, I know you're just listening to me, so you're gonna have to picture this in your head. The overwhelm management map looks like this. So imagine a blank sheet of white paper. Now imagine drawing a line down the middle of the page, top to bottom, and then a line across the middle of the page, left to right. So this creates four quadrants. And each of these four quadrants has a purpose. So at the top left, we've got must do. Then top right, should do. Bottom left, could do. Bottom right, want to. So again, we've got must do, should do, could do, and want to. Now here's the thing, a lot of times when we're feeling overwhelmed, it's because we're putting everything in the must do box, even though it doesn't belong there. It's really hard to mentally categorize things. When we try, everything just ends up kind of swirling around. And that's why the overwhelm management map is so helpful. It gives you more options than just must do. So based on what's on your list, what must you do today? Like absolutely must do. And be real with yourself. This is your way out of overwhelm and toward making real progress. So this looks like stuff with a drop dead deadline of today or Picking your kid up from school. We can't just leave them there overnight, right? <laughs> like these are your non-negotiable, absolutely must do's. Then what is on your list that you should do? But if you don't get it done, it's not the total end of the world. This might look like skipping a non-essential meeting to catch up on some important deadline-based client work. This might look like not baking homemade cupcakes for your kid's Valentine party at school tomorrow. I'm sure you feel like you should do it, but it's truly not the end of the world if you don't. And it's probably going to stress you out more than you need to if you try. I encourage you to be honest with yourself here. Because so often we feel overwhelmed because we pile everything into the must-do list. So what are the things that you feel like you should do, but it's truly not the end of the world if you don't get to them today? So after you've got your must-dos and your should-dos, now what are the things that you're putting on yourself that don't need to be done, but you could do them? And this category can be tricky because things that we could do often take the form of going the extra mile when it's not really necessary. And if you're listening to this podcast, I know you're a go-getter. I know that you want to give 110% to everything that you do. But spending time on things that we could do that just aren't necessary is like going for an A plus with extra credit when a B minus is pretty darn good. 
Y'all, I know, again, I'm sure so many of us were all A's honor students, but sometimes getting a B minus in one area of life can prevent you from making an F in others. I don't know about you, but I would rather have four B minuses than an A plus and three Fs. You know what I mean? And finally, after you've sorted through the must-dos, should-dos, and could-dos, what are the things that you've put on your list that you want to do? So these are the things that we have saddled ourselves with that truly don't need to be done, but we really want to do them. And I don't mean we feel obligated or guilted into doing these things. We truly want to do them. Like maybe you want to call your cousin because it's her birthday. Now, here's the thing, how you define each of these categories and what you place in each one is going to be unique to you. The way that you approach the overwhelm management map is going to be different from the person sitting next to you. We're all different and we all have different values and visions for our lives. So listen to your gut, listen to your intuition and don't get too caught up in following the rules And the goal here definitely isn't to have an equal amount in each category. It's okay if you have nothing in the could do category. Instead, the purpose of this overall management map is to think critically about what's on your plate so you can sort out the must do's from everything else. So once you've sorted all your stuff into each category, must do, should do, could do, and want to, here's what you do next. Start with the must do's. Time block them into your calendar. Make those happen. Then we're going to schedule those should do's and want to's for later. Maybe we tackle some of the should do's tomorrow or the next day. Maybe we schedule a want to for next week because it really can wait that long. And then those could do's, we're going to let go of them because right now we're overwhelmed. We don't need them. We don't need to push ourselves to go the extra, extra, extra mile when we're barely keeping our head above water. Let them go. And there you have it, my friends. If you're stepping into your day already feeling covered by an avalanche of things to do and you're stuck in analysis paralysis mode, now you've got a brand new method for organizing your day when everything feels overwhelming. Start by really answering the question, what is causing me to feel overwhelmed? Next, get everything out of your head and onto paper or a Google Doc captured somewhere. It doesn't matter. Then identify your boulders, big rocks, and pebbles. Use the overwhelm management map to get clear on what you must do, should do, could do, and want to. Schedule the should do's and want to's for later. Cut the could do's and start on the must-dos now. As always, you can find all the details for today's episode over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 214. And if you want more clarity around how to escape the overwhelm in your life and get time management tips and resources tailored to your unique personality, I've got something just for you. Head over to AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz. I'll be sure to link this in the show notes as well. And find out if you are an architect, a mover and shaker, an optimist, or a firecracker and get the exact steps that you can take based on your personality to squash overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most. Thanks again for listening, my friends. I look forward to talking with you soon. 
Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.